Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bueno, es tardes, mi amigo. Hola, my good friend. Cinco de mayo on Tuesday. And I hoped we'd see each other again. Hey everybody, it is me, Michael D. Catherwood. Welcome to Mikey Likes You, the greatest fitness, health, and wellness podcast on the planet. I'm Michael Catherwood, your host, and I thought I'd check in with you guys and give you a episode based around supplements. Everybody wants to know what the newfangled product is that they can take to get themselves to get a to get an edge somewhat in either making their physique look better, um, in somehow figuring out to get better performance, to think better, to sleep better, whatever it may be, there is a whole whole litany of things that get pushed down your throat. Um, you know, not even if you're in a gagging film. I'm talking about on the internet. I'm talking about um, via the magazines, whatever it is, um, men, women, old, young, we are constantly, constantly, constantly hit with this barrage of products that are touted as being the next big thing and very crucial for you to take if you want to get A, B, or C types of results. And I will come right out and say none of that's true regardless of what the supplement is. None of it's true. Um, there is a hierarchy, and that's how I'll break down this um, this this entire episode. I will start off with what I would like to call my essentials. They are not the essentials because I don't believe that there are essentials. Um, these are my essentials. Well, you know what? No, I will take that back. I'm going to start things off with the essentials now that I look at my list. There are essentials, um, and they come in the way, I guess, of supplementation, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they are in a pill or a powder. Um, People overlook these essentials, and I will touch on those very quickly and give you kind of my breakdown of why those are considered to be essential. Then there are my essentials. Um, These are things that I do think are worth the money. I do think provide enough benefit and lack of, if any, side effect or downside. And um, they are usually a product of a deficiency in modern-day lifestyle. Um, And then there's going to be the, "Eh, okay, if you have the extra cash, go ahead. And then there will be the list of, fuck that. Don't don't ever waste your time with that. Um, So before we get started... I have a little message for you. Look, the wait's over. You know that. NFL football is back. And I know you're not at the game, but you could still be a part of it. You know why? Bet online. That's right. Our homies at Bet Online have your back. 
I love the Raiders. I'm born and raised in Los Angeles. I follow them wherever they go. They go to Oakland, I'm still a fan. They go to Las Vegas, I'm still a fan. And they've been putting that whooping down, even on the very good Kansas City Chiefs. And I had a vested interest because my friends at Bet Online made it that way. You got game spreads, you got totals, teams, players, coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there's always the online casino as well. You know what? It never closes. Booyah. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. All right, back at you. Um, supplements. Look, it's right there in the name. They are supplemental to your diet. Your diet is where it's at. Anything and everything you should be putting in your body, you can get from nature not to sound like too much of a hippie or a holistic nonsense, you know, snake oil salesman, but Mother Nature did a really, really good job of providing us with everything we need right here on Earth. Um, vitamin C, calcium, uh, magnesium, potassium, these are all vital for living a long, healthy life. All of those things. Fish oil, your omega-3s. Is it easier and sometimes uh, I guess more effective in the long term if you're not going to eat any fish? Is it better to get the fish oil than to do nothing? Sure. But it'd be way better if you just ate fish three times a day, you know, fatty fish. Excuse me, three times a week. Um, I, I don't think everybody lives in Okinawa where they're eating fish three times a day. Um, calcium. is. Would it be better if you're not going to eat any calcium to supplement with it? Sure, I guess. It's way better, way better, literally scientifically proven to get these things from Greek yogurt, from eggshells, if you're not going to eat any dairy, you know, if you're vegan or, or something like that. They're, the way that minerals and vitamins, your micronutrients in general, there's the macronutrients, the big ones, that's carbohydrates, fat, and protein. The micronutrients are going to be vitamins and minerals mostly. And your micronutrients really are designed to be absorbed into the body in a comprehensive way. They're, they're supposed to be delivered in a non-isolated form. Um, most vitamins and minerals actually have a hard time getting into the human body without the adjunct use of something else. Vitamin D and vitamin K, for instance. Vitamin D uh, will show up here on this list of, of what I consider to be my essentials. Vitamin D3, the best form, not really that active in the human body without vitamin K along with it. So you start to get my, my message, things like beta carotene, um, you can isolate that. You can isolate the vitamin A from a carrot. The beta carotene and the vitamin A are going to be way better assimilated into the human system with a real carrot. Okay, so let's get started. My essentials. These are real, actual human essentials. Um, and you may kind of look at me funny when I start listing them because they don't, you can't buy them at GNC. You can't get them at bodybuilding.com. These essentials are things that you should be supplementing with every single day. Um, but most people don't. And that is number one, water. We say, I drink water. I don't need to fucking list this. No, if you're training even moderately hard. If you're living an active lifestyle, if you're stressed, if you're having trouble sleeping, there's no end. There's literally no limit to the things that 
an increase in water to to a certain extent. And I know there's going to be you fucking dorks out there who are going to be like, there's, it's very easy to drink too much water. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Hydration, like toxic hydration is, it's crazy how much water you have to drink. And if you're training hard, it's near impossible to reach that level. And if you're just the regular old person who's trying to look better and feel better, trust me, increasing your water intake makes a huge difference. It's not dumb. It's not silly. It's just like when I go down the path of, of walking and how much more important it is for everyone to be walking a lot. These hardcore trainers, you know, meatheads and stuff are, and fitness chicks are like, walking, that's not fucking intense. It's not going to do shit for me. I do supersets of squats and deadlifts every day. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, but trust me, that brisk walk movement, that that heart rate that it brings and that the, the circula- circulatory benefits of walking at that pace and with it being close to zero impact, it does have a humongous benefit, a huge benefit with your lymphatic system, with everything like that. And water is the same way. It definitely helps curb hunger. It helps deal with blood sugar. It helps you kind of um, at least somewhat control your sugar cravings. It's going to help with your thyroid. Um, All of these things, practically every cellular process within the human body is affected by the level of hydration, okay? So that's something that I think everyone should should really take into consideration, and that's why I'm starting off with water. Um, Next is salt, and I know salt has been demonized greatly, Um, in kind of the popular health sphere, but it's really, 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 really misguided. Now, I will say, if you have some outside circumstance that I need to know of, you obviously listen to your physician first. If you have high blood pressure, if you have some type of um, cardiac issue that you need to monitor your sodium, then do not follow my advice here. But if you are not someone like that, if you're a regular healthy person that wants to perform well, wants to look better, wants to live longer, really monitor your sodium, especially for those of you that are training hard. Um, the idea of wasting your time chugging down a pre-workout without, you know, while neglecting your sodium intake prior to training is is preposterous. Um, I like Redmond Real Salt. It's, to me, a great blend of all the vital kind of minerals and essential things that you'd need from sodium and and it's a good natural salt uh, harvested in North America Redmond R-E-D-M-O-N-D real salt I take a tablespoon excuse me a teaspoon in my water prior to training I take another teaspoon after training with whatever I eat or drink um, to replace my glycogen it is really really essential to making sure that you get your most out of your performance and it and it can have a pretty alarming impact on your energy levels. Um, it's it's a really a gigantic performance enhancer and a metabolism booster. Um, it helps you recover faster. Um, between 3,500 and 5,000 milligrams of sodium a day is um, ideal. And, you know, additional sodium for a hard, hard training athlete, if you're an Ironman or something like that, or a CrossFitter, there's no real downside to going over that. Um, 
a half a teaspoon of Redmond Real Salt 30 minutes before training, I guarantee you will see a noticeable increase in stamina and um, in endurance. Um, it, it, I Although I do, you know, kind of give you this, I may come off as giving this laissez-faire attitude or this cavalier attitude to, to salt. The, the more it is better is not true. Too much salt without enough food and water um, will cause serious diarrhea and then subsequently can get you pretty dehydrated. Um, so experiment with it. Start with that half a teaspoon um, before training and see how that that goes. Also, daily having your bone broth and um, you know some some solid uh, citrus will help with your sodium as well. So that's that's my recommendation, and that would be number two on the absolute, real, actual essentials, okay? Um, iodine is my last one on the actual essentials. People uh, in the world, in the, in the West especially, are very deficient in iodine, especially people who sweat a lot, you know, and that's a lot of the people who listen to this podcast. Um, I don't necessarily think you need to be... Uh, supplementing with iodine, but I do think you need to go out of your way to find ways to get more iodine in your system. Um, most people think of iodized salt. I don't necessarily like that idea. I, I'm not fully against it if that's if you're already seeing uh, results with it or you find you find that you're healthy with that. But eggs, um, seaweed or kelp, things like that. Um, cranberries, cranberries or cran- fresh cranberry juice without added sugar. Um, great. I, I that's my go-to. I have four ounces, a half a cup of plain cranberry juice. I like the super tart taste. I know some other people may not, but seaweed or kelp um, are also great, great, great sources. And eggs. If you eat a sufficient amount of eggs, um, you should be getting your iodine, but just most people aren't. Um, and then again, as with water and with sodium, the more you train, the harder you're training, the more you are apt to be depleted from uh, iodine. Now, being in even a slight iodine deficiency has tremendous effects on your thyroid, and that's going to have tremendous effects on your metabolism. Um, a real quick fix for someone who feels like they've hit a quote-unquote plateau with their weight and fat loss is to get in touch with what is proper for you when it comes to iodine, sodium, and, uh, and your water intake. Okay, so that's above and beyond what is just calories, protein, carbs, and fat. These are – the reason I look at them as supplements is because they don't necessarily fall into your everyday diet of like this is my macros. This is the amount of calories I'm hitting. These are supplemental things that I think you do need to account for. Always look to get things from a natural source. That's why I, as opposed to supplementing with um, – with sodium tablets, which is great if you're like like I said, an Ironman or triathlete. I understand there there has to be some type of convenience factored in, but for most of us, that's not the case. It's not the case for me. I train like crazy. I train twice a day, and I still just rely on uh, salting all my food with Redmond Real Salt, and then getting a teaspoon in before I go to train hard. Um, I drink a gallon of water at least a day. Um, and I also eat uh, I eat that cranberry juice every day on top of you know other foods that I think are pretty high in iodine. Um, yogurt, Greek yogurt's great. Wild caught, um, certain wild caught fishes, cod especially, is very very high in iodine. So always look to get those things um, 
get those things in and to try and live this kind of holistic lifestyle in the sense of trying to cover all your bases health-wise from foods that come naturally from the earth. Um, now let's move on to what are considered my essentials. Um, I don't believe in supplements in the sense that I do uh, to, to get back to um, my original statement that everything that you need, quote unquote, is, is provided by Mother Nature. You can get it at the grocery store. I really am a firm believer in that. But modern lifestyle, the modern environment has provided us some downsides to existing optimally. I just burped, um, so obviously I'm not doing something right. Um, number one on this list is vitamin D. Vitamin D is synthesized by the skin through sun exposure. I'm sure most of you are familiar with that. It's incredibly difficult to get the adequate amount of vitamin D from your diet and your sun exposure. Now, here's, here's the weird thing about vitamin D. I do recommend getting daily sun exposure. Um, I don't recommend getting a ton of it. I mean, because there's a, there's a real, real law of diminishing returns when it comes to sun exposure. And we all know about the dangers of like prolonged massive amounts of sun exposure. Even if it's not, we're not going to go as extreme as cancer, it, it ages you and it has deteriorating effects when it comes to the skin. But lack of sun exposure is pretty bad as well, can be even worse. Um, it's very, very healthy and very, very meaningful to allow your as much skin as possible to get sun exposure for 10 to 20 minutes a day. I do it. I make a, a point to do it regardless if I like taking my shirt off or not. Now, I also live in Southern California. Um, so even me who I get sun exposure nine months out of the year, good amounts of it, the modern lifestyle and the modern – uh, environment make it a little difficult to really get to the point where we have enough vitamin D in our system. Um, vitamin D in significantly increases your calcium absorption. Um, it helps. It improves sleep. A vitamin D deficiency can cause real problems with muscle strength, um, aging. Um, it causes rickets in kids if it's too extreme. Um, it has an inverse relationship with your blood sugar. Now, this is a huge one for those of you out there who are having real problems with your blood sugar. If you're pre-diabetic or diabetic, or if you're just overweight, if you're trying to lose weight, blood sugar definitely is a consideration for long-term health and longevity. Having an inverse relationship with vitamin D, meaning that the more deficient you are in vitamin D, the more your blood sugar tends to be out of control and vice versa. So if you have all your bases covered with vitamin D, it can help you with your blood sugar levels to reach optimum blood sugar levels. Now, this can take a couple months of prolonged use. This isn't something that you take, you know, one vitamin D pill and it's like, insulin's awesome, blood sugar's great. Um, but vitamin D is is so crucial. It It, it it really is the one thing that I, that I say is just as important as your food. Go out, spend the money. It's not expensive to get a good product. I like vitamin D, K, D and K with C iodine by life extension because you get the actual plant C plant complex in there too with the iodine and uh, vitamin D and vitamin K in their most absorbable forms. Um, but vitamin D3 with some form of vitamin K I do think is a, a supplement that is – 
on my essentials list and with good reason. The next one would be um, creatine. Now I know, I know most of you associate creatine with the idea of meatheads and getting buff. And although it is undoubtedly effective at increasing um, muscle glycogen and ATP, therefore making you capable of doing more reps and lift more weight, it, and it, it, it's useful. It's the most useful kind of bodybuilding supplement. It absolutely is. It also has a myriad of other health benefits, including preventing aging, cognitive function, it helps you think better. There is ample and conclusive scientific proof that five milligrams of creatine monohydrate every day can dramatically increase your uh, brain activity and cognitive function. It reverses aging. It increases bone density. Creatine, it increases endurance uh, performance. It's not just for, for meatheads. Creatine is cheap. It's unbelievably effective. There's no debate about it, and it is incredibly safe. Early studies showing kidney problems and stuff have all been thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly shot down. Um, make sure you get Creapure creatine. Um, it is from Germany, and uh, a lot of different supplement brands make their creatine monohydrate with Creapure. Um, but that's a way of no. I'm not saying that other forms of creatine aren't effective, but that's one that you can bank on and know that you're getting good quality creatine monohydrate. There are other filler type of creatines that come, and and you you are you will literally and figuratively pay the price because you're not getting uh, proper absorption and good amounts of creatine. Sometimes it's not even really creatine. Um, so look for the Crea Pure stamp on the back or front of that supplement. Um, I use Jaro on it makes a great creatine and creatine monohydrate. Don't go for the super wazoo fancy newfangled creatine turbo 9000 product creatine plain creatine monohydrate mix it with uh, some type of um, fast acting carb. You don't necessarily have to if you're if you're just using it for the health and, and cognitive benefits. You can just take it. I take a scoop, which is five milligrams every day, just with water. But you can also also take it with your post workout shake or sometime throughout the day when you have um, some fruit or a fast acting carbohydrate. It does um, it does help with the creatine uptake. But creatine daily, I, I really recommend it, and it and it will benefit you whether you're a senior citizen who just wants to live longer and feel a little bit more vibrant and think better, or you're a guy who or a gal who's looking to. Um, break the you know six plates in in the squat it, creatine really does work and it's cheap as shit and it's effective and it's really easy to take day in and day out the next thing is magnesium magnesium is incredibly effective at um muscle contraction and muscle relaxation it's vital for a lot of important functions in the modern day um, when it comes from head to toe body function, um, magnesium's really, really important. 400 milligrams a day. Take it later in the day because it will help you relax and chill out. Um, I prefer to get a ZMA product, zinc, magnesium, aspartate. And ZMA, it's very popular in like the bodybuilding world. Um, but it's also, again, super cheap and it covers all my bases and I can take it right before bed on an empty stomach and it really does help. Um, 
it will prevent cramping. It will also increase your um, sense of relaxation, your kind of emotional and psychological sense of relaxation. Um, but uh, topical magnesium is great. Mike Mahler makes a great topical magnesium. And if you're having you're training really hard and you have like sore muscles, topical magnesium is a great way to cover all those bases and give yourself a nice um, kind of chemical rub down. Um, so try try your best to those three: vitamin D, magnesium, and creatine. Those are the ones that I say like. I would put them in the – and also magnesium is another one where it's it's very difficult to get enough magnesium, especially if you're training through just your diet. So I would invest in um, in those three. Let's move on to the ones that if you have the money, yeah, there is some benefit, but they're by no means um, essential. Uh, we'll get to that right after this quick break. Summer is over. Fall is upon us. So much is changing. The leaves are falling. They're changing beautiful colors. You're altering your 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 wardrobe for those muted earth tones. It's increasingly difficult to find extra time for you, though. The time you need to take care of yourself, that beauty time, so that you can look your best. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes. 10 minutos, and you can look 10 years Younger, Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. It visibly reduces, listen to me. Wow, that plane is close. It visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags, which is my problem. Minutes, minutes, I'm telling you, and the results, they last for hours. You can try a six application trial pack for just $14.95, with free shipping when you visit tryplexiderm.com and use the code BLEAV. Again, that's tryplexiderm.com and use the code B-L-E-A-V, BLEAV, at checkout. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear. Voila! All you need? Plexiderm. All right. Welcome back. Um, let's, uh, let's cover now some supplements that if you have the extra cash, they will help. I'm not going to lie and say they won't, but they're by no means something that everybody needs or anybody needs. Um, and then the one on the top of that list would be protein. Whey protein isolate can be incredibly useful um, for post-workout, pre-workout, getting you really highly digestible, oftentimes really good tasting protein to help you meet your protein needs. It has been shown to help with dieting. It's been shown to help with uh, with weight gain. Um, whey protein isolate is a super isolated, refined form of whey, which is the most biologically digestible form of protein. But in the long run, if you can find a way to get your protein from food, it will help. It helps with digestion. It helps with appetite. It helps with... Um, protein absorption and you know the the basic kind of leucine needs which is the amino most important amino acid when it comes to muscle growth and fat loss getting your getting your protein from things like red meat fish and um and dairy is going to be beneficial in the long run that being said there is definitely an upside to if you're a hard charging athlete especially if you're training numerous times a day to getting whey protein isolate in your system immediately after training with some type of uh, high high uh, glycemic carbohydrate. Um, the next one would be omega-3s. 
Omega-3s are super important, absolutely. The list of health benefits is is quite lengthy. <clears throat> Pardon me. And um, it's real. It's studied. It's something. And also, most of us are getting far too much omega-6s, and there's an imbalance between our omega-6 and omega-3. That being said, it's much better uh, as far as assimilation and long-term health if you can just eat fatty fish three times a week. I do not personally invest in fish oil as of right now. I have screwed with it, and again, I do think that there is some upside if you have the money. Fish oil, the, a good fish oil tends to be expensive, but I also am a big fish eater, so I don't really necessarily see the point. Um, and there is some studies, I can link to them later on, showing that there is upside from getting your omega-3s from food as opposed to from a supplemental source. Being that also, even sometimes really expensive, purportedly high-quality fish oil um, doesn't have a lot of assimilation or digestible uh, ability when it comes to the human system. But, um, you know, it, it, there certainly isn't any downside if you have the extra cash and you're willing to invest in a good omega-3 supplement. Um, cod liver and krill oil being um, the benefit beneficial ones, in my opinion. And finally, I would say uh, a multivitamin. I don't take a multivitamin because I go out of my way to get all of my my macronutrient needs, excuse me, my micronutrient needs from food. I know I'm an outlier. I know most people don't prepare every one of their meals. I know most people don't like weigh their food and go out of their way to get certain vegetables that they find digestible that are higher in vitamin C than others and blah, 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 and get their, you know, have a potato every day for their potassium. I get that. So a good multivitamin, a foodborne multivitamin is certainly something that you can look into, but it's by no means necessary. Um, for athletes, beta alanine absolutely works. Three uh, grams two times a day will absolutely delay the onset of lactic acid buildup and performance failure. You can get a couple extra reps. You can get a couple hundred more meters on the rower. You can run a couple more sprints. Beta alanine works. Do I think it works to the point that I would spend my money on it? Not me personally, but fuck, if I got a paycheck for performance, I'd look into it. So beta alanine again, three grams uh, twice a day. And you should be covered, brother or sister. <laughs> um, as far as in the health department too, there's one last one. This is, again, not necessary but has been proven to be really helpful. And if you are someone who lives a certain lifestyle, even if you're relatively healthy, if you say drink a lot or you uh, have liver problems to begin with, if you take a lot of pharmaceutical medications that maybe affect your liver, Tudka, T-U-D-C-A. Um, there are a lot, of, a lot of good science about that for liver support and um, helping with the natural ability to help detoxify um, the system. Um, I, 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 I absolutely warn against any type of like detox diet or, or, or drinking and, and eating certain things specifically to detox the body because the reality is is that if your uh, organs are functioning properly, you're detox. That is detox. That's the, but a lot of us, and at times myself included with a lot of my pharmaceutical medications for psychiatric stuff, I've, I've put a beating on my liver and certainly when I was using um, – anabolic uh, androgenic steroids, 
my liver got taxed. Um, I used to take things like milk thistle. That was like a big thing. But there's now a lot of good science to show that T-U-D-C-A, Tudka, <laughs> 250 milligrams a day, really beneficial for the liver. Um, that's it. That's it, man. Those are the things that I can really recommend. Everything outside of that, whether it's your NO explode, massive pump, NO bullshit, don't waste your money. HMB, glutamine, there are benefits. I, I, I'm not going to say that all these things that I'm naming aren't working. If you get a better pump with NO explode or whatever the fuck product, the nitrous product that you use, fine. If you get a, a, a slight edge in um, hypertrophic benefit from HMB or what, or glutamine. Okay. But there's just, there's literally not enough scientific evidence to show benefit to the point that I would recommend anybody spending the money on it. Um, when it comes to fat loss, there's no supplement that's going to help with fat loss opposed to a good diet. And there's certainly nothing legal. Caffeine and nicotine are incredibly useful when it comes to like appetite suppression. And certainly caffeine has a lot of major health benefits. And the only reason I didn't include it on this list is because caffeine's a real weird one. And it's unbelievably um, unique to each individual. I do recommend caffeine. I do take caffeine. And I, I, I'm a big believer in its longevity benefits, in its health benefits, in, in its glycogen uptake. A lot of people look at it just for energy. I take it 100 milligrams of caffeine with my post-workout shake to help with glycogen reuptake. A lot of science on that. That's, that's not open for debate. But some people can have such dramatically different reactions with caffeine compared to compared to me or people who are not caffeine sensitive – um, that I just didn't – I wouldn't want to make the bold claim of putting it in my essentials even though it is in my personal essentials. I, I Caffeine's one of those where it's like I can't just recommend it to everybody. I can't because long term, if you can figure out a way to develop energy from the glycogen in your food and good night's sleep and stuff like that, it's going to be better for you regardless of who you are, regardless of how you um, – how you – digest or excuse me assimilate caffeine um so just know that if you know that you're okay with caffeine go for it if you know that it's kind of up in the air i would always try to look towards developing your energy in other ways um and caffeine dependence is real i'm a caffeine addict if i don't if i were to go a couple days without it i would be fucked literally i would be headachey not be able to think so that's something to take into consideration i've always recommended nicotine for the purported health benefits but i also understand that that is another one where even though i use it and even though i can give you the science to show you that it's healthy outside when you isolate it away from tobacco products people really react differently to that um i, I i've had friends of mine who i've recommended nicotine to um when they're dieting and they they're like i've tried two or three times man even low dose like two milligrams it made me sick to my stomach my head was spinning so i'm not, I'm not gonna play that game you know um you, you gotta try it out for yourself uh nicotine is a not only innocuous when it comes to side effects it's it's quite healthy but it is very very um 
it's very, very unique in the way it affects your particular body. So there you go. Always, always, always DM me, email, excuse me, tweet me, whatever it is, put comments down. If you have questions, I always try my best to get back to you. I will maybe address it on the podcast. Here's my one caveat. I have encouraged people to DM me and to tweet me and all that stuff. And it's been great. And people have been taking my advice and doing so. I have gotten so much. It's actually quite heartwarming. I've gotten so many DMs and stuff that I can't really get to them very quickly. I'm trying to go through them all. And now I'm at the point, at least on my, at my Catherwood um, Instagram, I have over a thousand DMs. So it's going to be a while, you know, for any of you. Um, uh, at Mike Catherwood on Instagram and Twitter, at Mikey Likes You One, the number one, at Mikey Likes You One um, on Instagram and Twitter as well. And in this crazy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.